<laughs> I humbly lift these words, this token up in gratitude for people that litter. This one is inspired by Brooklyn, two ends, who hates litter and litterers. <laughs> All right, yeah, there is a little comedy to this. So I want to say before I begin that I mean no disrespect by including gratitude for litterers in this series. This same series that includes gratitude for emergency first responders. I mean no disrespect by presenting them with some sort of parody. The title of this series is All is Love. All. Everything is love. I propose that there is nothing in this universe but God's love for you. That all is love. This conclusion, this premise, derives from two cardinal truths. The first truth, that God is all. Everything is God, the unity. And two, that God is love. From these two truths may be derived that everything is divine love. Even litterers, even people that piss us off. As this series progresses, it will move from easy to hard. From things and people that are easy to see as love, to things that are very difficult to see as manifestations of love. We will progress renewing existing sources of love and gratitude, like that for first responders, while at the same time opening up and creating new sources of love and gratitude for you, like gratitude for litter and litterers and weeds and sick days and lingering sadness. This one requires a little effort. Now, for this one, I might suggest that people kneel. Kneel or pose in an attitude of prayer, facing that piece or pile of trash. Kneel to the trash, as I am now. Let me tell you what I see in my gaze. A nacho Doritos bag nestled lightly in dewy bright green spring bunch grasses that edge a park path. Doritos on the path. Though for you, the sight might be a dirty sagging mattress propped against an electrical pole. 
Or a face mask on the beach. Hmm. I feel anger when I see litter. Hmm. A little anger. Yeah. And let us go ahead and assume, assume that this litter is being malicious and not simply forgetful. People can be forgetful. Sometimes people forget even valuable things, much less worthless junk and trash. They drop things. But let us assume for this that this person was hateful, that they willfully littered on this beauty spot, profaning it. Now, ask yourself, is it possible to feel gratitude for this litter? Is it possible to feel grateful to them, even them? Let us put our hands together and pray that it is so. Let us pray and attempt to discern a loving God's design in giving litterers unto the world. Litterers are hated, but but their existence in the world brings into existence one of these most beloved types of people, their opposite, the volunteer litter picker upper. Evil creates good. I love these volunteers. Whenever I see them acting singly, spontaneously, as pairs of friends, or as large organized groups, clubs, church groups, cleaning parks, beaches, rivers, these good people would not exist without litterers. They wouldn't. They simply wouldn't. And uh, secondarily, without litterers, there would be no jobs for roadside cleanup crews, and our friends, the janitors, would have their hours cut too. Huh. Gratitude. And what's more, what's more, I see in this dewy bag of Doritos an opportunity. Mm-hmm. An opportunity that has been unknowingly, unwittingly offered to me by the litterer to become, in the sight of all those that witness the act, that beloved type. I can become a volunteer trash remover. And those, those that see my act will be gladdened. And some will even thank me. Now that I think about it, it happens almost every time I walk down a path with trash. To do this thing, to become this person, costs me almost no real effort. Save a little bit of pride. It does cost a little bit of pride. It does require that I humble myself a little bit and check my ego and my pride. And in truth, I do welcome this check on my ego. Humility is returning to what you truly are. Humble.
And if I'm not in a place where I'm prepared to pick up a piece of trash, then I'm not in a good place. If I think about it, I really wouldn't be in a place so far removed from the litterer, actually. Not so very different, actually. I need this test, actually. I need to know where my head's at. I need to know where my heart's at. So thank you, Litterer. You were not moved by my benefit, but somehow, by some mystery, you are acting as if you were. If I do this, if I pick up this trash, then, thanks to the Litterer, my effect my effect on this scene, this scape, this environment becomes the opposite of the effect of the litterer. I, me, I become the restorer. I heal. I beautify the places that I visit. I beautify. The world becomes beautiful in my wake, in a small way in a humble way, as befits me. And in this act of picking up the trash, I am also taking ownership. I'm taking responsibility for this environment and the community's health, in a small way, in a substantial way. Picking up litter is one of the few times that I get to feel these beautiful feelings. I have to confess that more commonly I feel the opposite feelings. That I'm irresponsible. That I'm a bad citizen and a wrecker of the environment. These common thoughts make me sad and anxious. Hmm. So I must thank the litterer for feeling these feelings. And enjoying this fleeting identity too. And perhaps, maybe, maybe perhaps, I can build on this one simple act. Perhaps this can be the first step towards something more substantial. Bismillah. And I think, I feel, the sight of a broken trash bag in a pre place is hateful because it is a symbol of our culture's destruction of the environment. It's emblematic of even bigger disasters. Perhaps, maybe, I hate the litter in part because it accuses me. I hate it because so Often I have chosen not to pick up the litter. I know that in this environmental crisis, it is not enough simply to be someone who doesn't litter. We all have to become the people that pick up other people's litter. It is not enough to abstain, to pass the blame. We all have to become proactive. 
We have to take ownership. So, thank you, Litter. Thank you for this accusation, this confrontation. I thank you for this prick of conscience. You are my call to action here now, wherever I see you, dotted on roadsides and parkways. Bismillah. Bismillah. Again. Again it is a symbol. Again, the broken bag of trash on the roadway is a symbol. To which I add the act, the symbolic act of tossing that bag into that pretty place is expressive. It is expressive of all the anger in our culture, all the blasphemy the irreverence toward nature. This act of littering is expressive of all the waste in our culture, all the numbness and apathy, the disconnect, the isolation, the spiritual desolation, the sadness, the pain, the pain. The symbolic act of littering indeed contains all of these things. The person that did that has all of those feelings churning inside of them. When I see that litter, I am reminded that I feel none of those awful feelings. I pity and I give gratitude that I am none of those things, that I am not cut off, I'm not disconnected, or so angry, or so pained that I would commit that disrespect in irreverence toward our mother nature and every person in the community that sees that litter. Thank you, God. Thank you. So that I am not so very blind, misdirected, or broken as that litter is. Thank you. And it's not not superiority. I can feel compassion for that litterer who who must be in great pain will that pain be covered up in numbness it reminds me that to heal nature, we must ourselves be healed. Let us rise and give thanks. Thank you, Litterer, for this recognition, for this identity, for each piece of litter is an opportunity to take a step, to cross the dividing line, 
to beautify, to heal, to feel compassion. Thank you, Litterer. For each time is a reminder and a growing impetus. They act not with love, but the force behind them does. God is love. Bismillah.